All right. All good. All, all good to go. Hi, hi everybody, go. and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans, and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist, and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your body, your health, your mindset from where you are to being unstoppable. And I've got a wonderful guest with me here today, Liz Calabacus. How are you, Liz? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I am fantastic, thanks. That's thanks for taking good. out some of your time from your extremely busy schedule right now um, to have a chat with us. And today, what we're going to talk about is visualization and the importance of your vision. So first of all, I wanted uh, you, Liz, could you just provide us a bit of a background because you're a transformation specialist. Tell us a little bit about the background in the types of transformations that, that you work with. Okay, so a lot of oh, I I do work with a lot of mums, only because I can I actually identify with them and their problems and their schedules. So I understand when they actually say that they're busy, but they actually are busy. Um, so it's me trying to get into their mental self to explain to them that uh, everything they do is important as uh, a role model. So. Once I start to actually be able to um, get that through their heads, that they do matter, I mean, it takes a little while to get that, but that's what I love the most because then I know I've transformed a whole family. Yeah. I don't just transform the one person. I actually transform whole family. I do like um, the mums usually bring me kids with issues and, um, you know, mental issues that they, they're fighting with and then I tend to... I tend to be able to transform the child because they see me transform their parent because at the yeah. end of the day, it's like a chain wreck in a family when yeah. one, you know, the person that's doing the food and organizing the schedule for children, if she's not scheduling herself in then you're teaching your kids that you don't matter either, you know, yeah. put everyone else in front of you. So as soon as the mum starts taking care of herself and her family, you usually see that the kids already trusted the trainer because they've already seen the improvements at home. So I already have a bond with their children where they actually then do want to change because the mum who does all the cooking, and we've always said nutrition is the most important, um, is already on track. So I, I always find that if I don't have mums or dads, you know, depending who I'm working with, of course, it's not mums only. Yeah. It's going on my children. They're all cooking. So whether they're female or male, I've taught them, they all have to cook. So, yeah. So depending on, you know, what their cooking lifestyles are like at home, if I can sort out the adults, the children are a breeze, absolute breeze, because they start to mimic the parents. Um, and you can see that the roller coaster of bad behaviour for the rest of their lives um, is gone because they're going to learn nothing else but what their parents are now teaching them. So when they grow up, they'll teach that to their children. And, you know, we've now got a healthier, you know, like I always say, my mum my was a size 22. So the Calabacus family won't be 20, size 22 anymore because I changed my life. Yes. My kids know no, no better. This is their life. So they've got no excuse to having unhealthy, an unhealthy family mentally yeah. also because it also plays with their mental role the roller coaster of emotions um with eating bad food you've got um depression you know the roller coasters are going down they've got no energy to get up in the morning 
So you've got the depression going on with children. They feel down. They don't know what they're feeling. But as soon as they start eating healthy, they've got more energy. They'll get up with a little bit of more, maybe I can do this. So I always say the parents are the first people you've got to hear. You know, I've got a story about... Um, it's a gorgeous story. It's a, it's a child that um, wasn't, you know, going to school and um, the principal, you know, was picking up the child to take it to school. And eventually the principal um, herself introduced me to the mother and son. And um, I said to the principal, although I did go to the school to try to change all the kids' eating behaviours, it didn't, didn't help at all. Mm. Changing because... I couldn't get to the problem about that. She actually made this um, child's parent join my community. Now, I was able to change her life and he was changing with that too because I was yeah. working on the mother because yeah. I knew that's what I had to do, honing to the parents. Yeah, yeah, well said. So, yeah, so we've had children with depression. We've had um, mums, you know, that don't find themselves important enough. Um, you know, people with just busy lifestyles not really knowing how to manage it. I love teaching mm. them how you can manage. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, I certainly see that as well. I mean, most of the, like the, the leader of the household is a woman. I don't care what anyone says. The woman is the one that sets the tone of the house. The woman is the one Mate, that we helps. we pretend we're not. We pretend <laughs> we're not. <laughs> helps get everything done and helps it run more, smooth, uh, more smoothly. Um, tell me in the context of talking about vision, what well how important do you feel that vision visualization in you know what people want is in a body transformation and health transformation because it's not just about you it's about you in health as well as you out of health okay. look for me it's really really important um you have to have a vision but then i find that the people that don't have a goal like there's no wedding coming up or they're going to see some person in their past you know some bitch that you know might have teased them in their past oh, and they yeah. want to lose weight you know and they're thinking well, an ex-husband or call them revenge bodies there has to be a goal there's a reason why you're really you evil want... aren't you i never would have thought <laughs> of any of those things is that a, on, is that a woman's on. thinking is it my goodness this is a child-friendly show though i don't have a beat button or a seven second delay here <laughs> Well, I can tell you, I've been dealing with women all my life and I can tell you, there's always a reason. And uh, usually sometimes it's the mother-in-law's competing with the wedding. You know, who's going to look oh, best? Oh, right, okay. You know, <laughs> so we have those. But if I can hone into the reason, yes, that's all, right? that's all I need, you know, because then I know I've got something, a carrot that I can dangle in front of them. But when they don't have a reason, that's my job, to give them a reason. So sometimes... I basically have to visualize it for them. Like um, I have been known to go away with someone and then I'll do their hair, makeup and uh, chuck them another top, you know, that they might look nicer in and their hair done a little bit different than they would normally do. And then I, you know, I do a little bit of a transformation, just a glimpse of what can happen. And I say to them something like, I can't wait because I'm going to give you a tan. I'm going to take you to the hairdresser. We're going to go and get a, you know, a, sorry, a body spray, of course, a makeup artist to be done. And we're going to have a professional photo shooter, you know, and I'm going to show you the angles. And I am going to 
blow your mind so you actually visualize it for them so there's a lot of people who've never seen themselves looking healthy fit functioning well so if you can just give them a little bit of a glimpse whether it's somebody else that's lending them their clothes while they're losing weight and then they're thinking i would normally not buy this size let me try it and it does fit you think Mm. that person starts thinking oh i'm looking so sometimes you've got to do um, you know, give that visual to them, you know, by force, you know, you might be going to. Yeah, because they can't necessarily see it for themselves. With all your clients and you might say to that particular one, no, they can't. You might have to draw wearing. Oh, okay. Do you want to come over? I'll do your hair. Sometimes I've had to go that extreme because that person's never seen themselves. You know, they've always hidden at the back of the room. So visualization and, um, I can't visualize me doing that for my female clients, getting them to come over to do a tan and um, do their hair. And make- no, I don't do a tan. I send them to a tan. So that's, that's the last result at the end. I send them to go and get a tan, get their hair done, and we take a photo shoot at the end when they get to their goal. But I have to give them that little bit of a goal setting. So we call that like a carrot dangling where they know there's a date. We're giving them a date now, which why gala works. Well, you know, the MP gala awards, yeah. they work for me wonders because now we've got a date. We've got a photographer booked. They know I've paid for it. They know I've paid for their hair. They've paid for their makeup. Like for me, it's already happened. Yeah. Let's not you talk about photographers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For them, it hasn't happened yet. But for me... It's already happened. They're already transformed. I've already got them booked into everything. So get how I'm set a vision for themselves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's really, really great. Though one of the, the things that I find with people is, so for instance, so I've got a, a lady that I'm working with right now and she's, um, she says her goal is the wedding, you know, and to lose weight by the wedding. <laughs> I, but I've said to her, that's not big enough. Because she's been overweight all her life. And because I see this with many brides, they focus on the wedding day and that's it. So they get, Mm -hmm. say, three months out and they haven't really changed too much or they're nowhere near where they really wanted to be when they said they wanted to be. So they stop and they just say, oh, well, um, you know, I'm still going to have the wedding and whatever but they haven't adjusted any of the lifestyle habits. They haven't adjusted. They may have been doing the training, but they haven't adjusted their food. They haven't really committed completely to it because they just want to look good for the day. And then at the end of that day, what happens? Well, they go off and they go on their honeymoon. They eat excessively, drink excessively, fall back into their old habits or they haven't created new habits. And um, then they think about having kids and, uh, and that kind of stuff. Like this lady, she's, I said, so what's your goal after the wedding? She said, oh, we're going to have kids straight away, another child straight away. I'm like, man, you are not going to change at all here. Mm. Um, now, ironically, I pushed her on it and now she stopped training. So um, she says, I'll be back 100% committed after Christmas. So yeah, yeah. Right, I'll probably won't see her again. Um, so I find that unless the goal is so, so big and bright for people, that they won't they won't get there yeah i get that i look this is how i see it rob like it might be just for a wedding um but if they're eating healthy 
if they're actually doing that and at their wedding they look good and I got them to that point, I get what you're saying that straight after that they put all the weight on. But there's a but, there's a really big but, right? That now you've got a picture, they've got a picture. They've got this picture that they would never really had in the beginning of their transformation. That picture is going to stay with them because they're going to be in wedding photos. They're going to be looking amazing. And yeah, they'll chuck it back on if they're not going to think of the after, what's after that wedding day. But once they've got this photo that they always go back to, guess what? And, you've, and they've really eaten healthy for a while and they've seen that eating healthy gets them to that day at the wedding to look really good. They might chuck their weight back on, but I can guarantee you they'll start thinking about it once they've had their kids and that like, I remember that all it took is eating healthy. But if they do shakes, if they do um, easy diets, you know, uh, light and easy aside from the family, not eating with the whole family and stuff, I don't think that, you never get back. You'll never, you'll never get your weight off because you can never go back to that once you've got children because you're cooking for too many people. So when it comes to a wedding, sometimes I let them do it that way. I do actually let them um, eat healthy, uh, drop off the weight, look good on their wedding photo, take that shoot, which they will look bloody amazing. And then all of a sudden, while they're putting back all their weight, they've got that picture to have a look at. And that's, that's a vision. That's a vision they never had before. So at least now they've got a visualization. They've got, like you said, visualizing it. So when they start visualizing, they start doing it, which what we teach, you and me, um, we teach to cook for a family. We don't teach to cook for yourself only. I think the key there is, um, so you said about you know eating, eating well. It's about people understanding the links between, um, I like to, call it you know like links in the chain like your food is one your exercise is one your sleep your water all that they're all different links in the yeah they're different links to, yeah to get you to where you want to be and often, takes years takes often, years well yeah it can yeah often a lot of people they just think the exercise will get them there so like this particular lady for instance um that's no way that's her perspective and i said you've got to change your food and i said how are you going with your your food so training was okay and she said, oh, no, pretty SH1T. And I said, okay, well, unless... Oh, uh, look at you. You don't even swear, aren't you, no, boy? That's, that's when we got to the detailed discussion about yeah. what, what it means to have this, this greater vision. Um, and some people just don't get it at that time because they're yeah. focused on other things. Like she's yeah. focused on investing $26,000 in a wedding reception and making sure that that looks good and she's got the right dress and all that and the honeymoon and all oh, that. Come on, Rob. That's me. That's me. I had two weddings that were about that much. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, she's not visualising what she really, like that, that health transformation, that body transformation. Well, she's not thinking about health. She's thinking about body, but just thinking, if I work out, I will do that. And... That's no, where I, I think I'm she's failed to create a bigger vision beyond just the wedding. I understand what you're saying, yeah. um, but yeah. for her, I think she will fail to get to that great photo. She might feel yeah. better because she's doing exercises she wasn't doing before, but she's filling her body with crap still. That's right. That's right. So she's over-exercising. Uh, That's what she's doing. Well, yeah, well, she's under-eating. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's right. Yeah. She's doing the calorie thing. You know what? Um, I have a client that comes here and she said, my daughter looks incredible at the moment. She's lost so much weight. You should see her, Liz. And I said, what is she doing? She goes, oh, she's doing this program and you exercise in the morning, you exercise at night and, you know, you eat this way and obviously she's on deficit. And I said, then what happens when, you know, isolation stops and we're not isolated and she has to go back to the office? How's she going to get her exercise in the morning and in the evening? And then, you know, all these things that she had to do, right? I said, what happens when she has kids and what happens when life happens? (laughs) Or let's say she gets injured and she can't do all that exercise. Yeah. How's her nutrition going to be able to help her then? Mm. And she's like, I've told her that, Liz. I said, okay, we'll just have to watch you go right back up, you know? But mm. we get it. It's trying to educate them. It's really, really hard. Yeah. Age, age matters too. Trying to say to someone that's older, you know, that you actually need to do something a bit more than someone that's younger because they're moving around less. They're sitting around more. They're retired. Yeah. There's a lot of factors in weight loss. Oh, there is. There is. People think that it's, well, I mean, I'll tell you, when I I interviewed Gillian Michaels uh, like a a week or so ago, and she said, I won't use the language that she uses, but she says it's pretty simple. Oh, you can. You you eat, (laughs) um, um, what'd she say? Oh gosh, now I've 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 messed it up. Where we were having a discussion about it, I think she said, "Eat less, move more, and don't hang out with a holes." I said, "Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty accurate." <laughs> eat less. We, I reckon we eat pretty well, but I don't eat less. I eat well. I I eat. I eat an enormous number. I eat an enormous yeah. amount of food. I eat an enormous number. I don't it's a generalization, eat. like you know, it's a generalization. Eat, like eat more of the great things, not you know. Yeah, deficit. I don't, I don't go on deficit because then you feel shit. So you don't, you're not going to feel the way you want to look. Do you know what I mean? If you eat less, you're not going to feel that good. You actually have to eat more of good stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's so it. tell me why? Why do you think? Like we, if you look globally, or in the US here in Australia, like the US, seventy-one point six percent overweight or obese. Here, it's about sixty-seven percent. Why do you think people fail to create a vision for themselves when it comes to their health and fitness? Why do I feel that? Okay, um, I think most people don't finish what they start. Like everybody always just starts new things. I don't know why that is. Everyone just always starts something, but it's like, you know, um, going going and going to uni. You know, um, you 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 visualise that certificate at the end, mm. and you pay big bucks for it, eighty thousand dollars sometimes, and there's a visualisation there. I think that. Um, there's more people don't finish what they start. There's more people that um, haven't, haven't got that thing of personality, like type A personality where, you know, they're regimented, they, they're time managers, they, they know that hard work pays. And there's more people that find excuses for themselves and have a, I call it the monster within with my clients. I always talk about the monster within. They always listen to their monster. Yeah. 
you, it's a storyteller. It's the stories they tell themselves, Rob, you know? That's right. That, you know, it's because the instructor, you know, did this. Or the teacher, like my children, example. Oh, the best example ever. My kids, right? I hope they never listen to this. <laughs> anyway, um, I've got a child that gets along with every teacher, every person, everyone. She's more like me, to be honest. I've got a child. Actually, I've got two children. One, teacher's fault, principal's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Computer didn't work. <laughs> this didn't work. It's just frustrating. Right? But then I don't allow him to let the monster talk to him. I always say, let me guess. It was the comp so I get there before he tells me the excuse. Yeah. So he knows that I know he's a storyteller. Yeah. And now if I can plant that seed in his head from a young age, he's more likely to get rid of that monster because I get rid of it for him. Because I'm on the I'm the mother. You know what I mean? I don't I but I've got the right to because I don't allow um, myself with excuses. I don't have excuses. I get the job done. Whatever I say. They all laugh at me, my kids. Yeah, all right, but I get it done. <laughs> so they can't use me as, yeah, right, look at you. So they can't say that to me. So I'm a pretty good person to be able to say, it's the stories you're telling yourself, love. You know, is it working for you? You know, what's the outcome? So I get him to understand what he's doing to himself. Um, but I believe that that's what people are doing. I think the majority of people, I can see it all the time. I, I, I mean, I'm out and I see everybody with storytelling you know they might have kids and they might be at mcdonald's and they're having shit now i can see the stories they're telling themselves this is easy kids are going to have fun they're all mm. going to enjoy themselves they're going to love us today they're going to be so happy but why not give them you know the other thing go and exercise don't give them mcdonald's give them something healthy interact and have a good relationship with your children rather than you know depending on food for happiness do you know what i'm saying so yeah. I hope I'm making sense to you, but I just believe that most people are storytellers and no one, and, and the ones that I've always said it to you, you know, um, successful people do what others don't want to do. I've always yeah, said that right. saying. So that, that's what gets me always going. Um, so every time I don't feel like something, that's the saying I use for my children, for me, for my clients, and I keep reinforcing that in their heads because most of them are becoming really successful with that saying. So the young ones that have joined me, um, now that they're, you know, designers or they finish their diplomas, they say that that saying got me through the whole time. But saying that, they rocked up for their training. They were time managers. Gentlemen, I saw which ones were going to be successful. I could see it through their, the way they make, they, when, you put, when you're important and you start up early and it's hard to get up early and you're doing all that and you're doing whatever is hard, you're going to get rewarded. And I can see which ones are going to achieve in life and which ones are going to just tell them stories. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people say... Stories um, all their life. Yeah, sorry, we've got a bit of a, a lag in your internet there. Um, uh, what, I, what I see is um, I think people think that whatever it is that they want is going to be really easy. So uh, like the stories that people tell themselves, like right through life, whether it's schoolwork from uh, childhood, uni work, whether it's a body transformation, oh, all I need to do is work out for a bit and then that will be okay. Because I oh, saw this God. thing where this person lost, you know, X number of, of kilos in this amount of time. So I'm going to do that as well. Um, mm. 
the whether it's business and oh well i'm just going to do this because i saw this ad on youtube and they just sit at home in their undies to, you know doing this stuff um so i'm going to make a you know ten thousand dollars a day doing that as well uh, without mm. realizing exactly what needs to to go into it so i want to i'm just going and conscious of of your time um here too liz if i can say sorry rob just interrupt you I heard something was really good the other day. Um, it was basically, you know, who do you look up to? And you need to look up to yourself. Mm -hmm. So basically every five years when someone asks me, you know, who are you looking up to? Um, I always say myself because I really like the growth I'm going every five years. It might not be as fast as I want to, but it's doing it. And there's always setbacks. That's what I mean. You always think you're going to get there a little bit faster than where you want to, but I'm getting there. I'm nowhere close to where I was last year, nowhere close to where I was the year before. Do you know what I mean? As long as I'm climbing up in some way, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling more functional, I'm having better eating habits, you know, I'm, do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, look up to yourself. Every 10 years, look into, you know, say, yeah, look up to myself. Well, that is if you keep on growing, though, isn't it? Because you'd be going the other way and you don't really want to look up to that person. But you want to, well, I think, always aspire to be that greater version of yourself, don't you? Which is what you're right. doing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Always. So I want to run a couple of scenarios by you. Okay, some situations where I want you to put yourself, you're, you're the person that's doing the training. You're the person that's in this position, okay? Oh, so I'm and the train. I'm the person doing the training. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the you're on the transformation journey, and oh. so you because you've had the benefit of you you do um, you yeah. know so many transformations of people. So I want you to think in the context of okay, how do you tap into your vision at these particular scenarios that I'm going to give you? Okay. So you've got a vision of what it is. Go, yeah, this means I need concentration, yeah. That's right. I'm going to really put you on <laughs> the spot to concentrate, here. yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll start off easy. So you're starting on a weight loss journey, okay? Let's say you've got to lose mm. – oh, you want to lose 10 kilos. Okay. Mm. How do you tap into that vision? Uh, for me, I would actually book myself. I need to book myself into something that I know is going to expose me because that's how I am. <laughs> so, so I would need I could take to that many book different myself ways. into... Give, give me a specific example, like book in for a photo shoot in a bikini or something because that's going to expose... Like my weight? In how long? 12 weeks, you said? Uh, no, no, just 10 kilos. So I didn't say how long. No, 10, just, uh, 10 kilos. Okay. 10 kilos isn't much. 10 kilos is pretty much. Yeah. I'd give myself a time slot. Definitely. So come on, give me specifics I'll, then. It's you. No. Yep. Yeah, that's me. I would book myself into a photo shoot, spray tan. How long? Appointment. No. How far away? A year. Okay. All I right. think that's, that's good. I can do that. Definitely. I could do it earlier. I could do it earlier than a year, but oh, a year is good. A okay. year is nice. It's a, right. like a kilo a month, which is piss all, you know, a week, you know. You're really not getting the so concept that this is a family friendly show, are you? All right. Next question. <laughs> Let's park that one. Oh, so 
you're uh, okay well, let's use christmas as the example you know we're getting into close to christmas in victoria here we're opening up again and um I'm just can lost, you see me no, can you lost, see me i've just lost your picture what are you getting a phone call or something yeah yeah unfortunately sorry yeah. hopefully they won't try again go on yeah um yeah so yeah. We're, we're getting to dine out with people and christmas is coming up so you're on your goal okay you know what it is that you want to achieve and you, you're confronted with all these food choices, okay? Now you're about to dive into potentially these things that are, you know aren't going to support your journey. So in that moment, how do you, what do you say to yourself? How do you tap into that vision to stop doing that? Okay, so basically I would say to myself that, okay, when I made my decision to um, we'll lose weight. My, I would, I would know that involves me salads and vegetables, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to steer away from that. So I would know that if I steer away from that, it will not give me my goal. And because I've got something booked and I know I have to look bloody good. Oh, sorry. Oops. <laughs> I was used to, uh, I know that that would make me not go there. And I do know that, um, if I have a taste of something that I have got an addiction to, which is uh, carby, I've got an addiction to carbs. <laughs> I really like, you know, like I mean, what? we all love, if I have, if I have a nuts, I can't just have 10 nuts. I have to have the whole packet. So I know what I need to steer away from because if I have a taste, I'm like a drug addict to it, you know? Because don't forget, in my past, it's, I used to be able to eat that and train and train and train and train and train it off and yeah. Tim Tams and whatever. So because I know that about myself, I would make sure I wouldn't have a taste because a taste doesn't cut it for me. I, I need the whole thing. Yeah. That's how I am. I'm all that or nothing at all. So I know that about my personality. So I'm not going to have a taste just to see why would I tease myself. And the other one is, you know how people say, have a taste of this. You'll love it. You're going to die. Well, why would I do that to myself? I mean, what? So I can crave for an extra chocolate that I've never tasted before? I've got my cravings anyway for my Tim Tams and my other stuff that I used to in gay times that I haven't had for years. Yeah. I don't need new cravings. So yeah. whenever someone says to me, have a taste, you're going to die, I say, look, I don't need a new craving. Yeah, but thanks anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks anyway. There you go. All right, nice. Uh, now... Um, I need a bit of an explanation for those watching in other countries over the other side of the world what a Tim Tam is. A Tim Tam is like a chocolate coat. I think they're invented in Australia. They're what, like two layers of chocolate biscuit with yeah. chocolate in between and coated in more chocolate. Yeah. And about I remember having those. I used to have the whole packet. I think there's oh 12 goodness. in a packet. Honestly, I did. And then I used to go on a bike and ride and ride and ride and ride. That's like your whole day's calories in that, that pack of the Tim Tams. All right, next case. Um, you're lying in bed and you know you've got to get up and go do your exercise because this is the only time that you've got to exercise through the day. But you're not motivated. You just want to roll over and go back to sleep. How do you tap into that vision to get your butt moving? Liz, you've either oh, frozen. You should know you. this one. I've done this. I've said, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, Am I good? It's got a bit of a delay. Mm. Oh, sorry. All right. 
Um, my biggest thing is, yeah, exactly that. I always say I've always looked at successful people, always had a good look at their life, not ones that inherit money and stuff. I'm talking about ones that have built something from a little seed and have made it big. Yeah. I've always known that they get up, they do the job. Uh, successful people do what others aren't willing to do. And I live by that. So every time I can't be bothered getting up in the morning, yeah. I get bothered because I know other people wouldn't be bothered. So that's going to make the difference in my life. And that's okay. with absolutely everything, whether it goes to budgeting, whether it goes to, you know, I, I always um, go by that matter, like, you know, mantra, like, you know, just yeah. remember successful people do what others. So when I'm up at 10 o'clock and I'm still working sometimes when I haven't got the work balance, I know I haven't really made it yet. I'm working towards that. So I need to be working. Do you know what I mean? I need to be working because yeah. that's what other people did. They didn't have a balance at the beginning. It was real. Yeah. You know, they, they all work hard and some of them still work just as hard and they've made it. I can see them working just as hard. They're always yeah. on. They're always answering questions. They're always thinking of a new and bright video they can come up with. You know, they're always, do you know what I mean? So why should I think that, oh, yes, life work balance for myself? I don't have that at the moment because I've got I don't think goals. there is a balance, is there? There's no. never a balance. I've got, a, I've got goals. Something has to give sometimes. Yeah. And I've worked out what gives. <laughs> yeah, slate. Um, that, that's a really good point there. So I, I guess it's a, a good point to say well, different things motivate different people, don't they? So you've said a couple of things there. The first one is you know, that vision. Of, well, first one is the committing into booking in to something. Yeah. And then within that, I guess there's that visual that you have of what I'm going to look like at that time. The, um, your mantra that you have, like those words, that, that also drives you as well. So yeah. you've got three different things there that are, you can use to all, all drive you because, you know, we've got people from all different types of life listening to this right now. And there's people that are highly successful, but they don't rank their health and fitness as high as they do for their, for their um, business. Okay, so business comes first, health is down here and they're really successful at that, but not successful at all with their health and fitness. So I think if we can, you know, we're just giving them some insight into, um, you know, some tips as to how they can, you know, take it to just up, just, just nudge it up a little bit. You don't have to go a big step, just keep nudging it nudging it up all right Rob, so got... Rob, do you sorry to interrupt you do do you find though that most of them while they were building their business they were good at taking care of themselves also because no. they needed to no, often, so so I, I find if... a lot of them that have actually achieved at the end yeah so, okay if if i look it? at um you know the the clients that that i train um like I'm the one-on-one -on -one coaching they're normally executives um you know really successful business people if they're working for themselves uh, and often they have gotten okay mm -hmm. like they've put everything into the business and not worried about what they're eating and stuff like there's a, a guy he runs one of the um the biggest plumbing businesses in town here and um, he's built a phenomenal business, but he actually came to me for coaching rather than the training because he started listening to podcasts like this and stuff and said, yeah, I need someone like you to help take me to that next level in life because it's like he's, 
he's ticked that box for his business and everything's really comfortable. He wanted to do more for his body, but he also wanted to work out how could he take his life to that next level as well, looking at those other opportunities because he had plenty of money. He just didn't really know what to do with it. He was doing these rich, rich people type hobbies and stuff, but not really feeling satisfied. Mm-hmm. And then I've got other people that mm-hmm. have just got their bodies yeah. really out of weight, like out of shape and being overweight, have run a cracking business, but then have eventually found how to make their health and fitness better too. And yeah. then they take their business on that journey as well. Which, which works beautifully. Yeah. Well, that's why I love what we do because if you, I say, if you can transform your health and your body, you can do anything. You become unstoppable. And it's such a great vehicle for everything. Oh. I want to give you you know, the saddest thing is, that's right. Sorry. The, the saddest thing for me is when I, I see a, um, a successful person um, with bad health. Yeah. I just, I, I can't, I can't um, think, wow, you know, I just sort of say, how sad, you know, that I know. They, and, didn't pro- they, they didn't prioritise their health. It's really important for me, health. Health is the most important thing. I don't care about anything else. Health is the most, yeah. that's why I live this lifestyle, yeah? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I lock myself in three hours a week and that's a time slot I could be training someone and making money. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't want to, I want to train myself because that's important. I know yeah, yeah. That that's Which is what I'm about to do after we finish recording here. Training myself. See, I've already done it. I've already done uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll give you the last one. I'm just going to be really conscious of the time. Um, so I work with a, a number of clients that probably need to lose a hundred kilos or more. So overseas at 200 pounds plus, um, one of the big struggles can be each day, man, focusing on that big number. I've got to lose 200. It's too hard. It's whatever. So what is your advice for somebody that's on a really big transformation goal? It might take a year. It might take two years. It might take three years. How do you get them to tap into that, that vision? Well, well, what you can do is just grab another 25 kilos of dumbbells get them to walk down the street with that and let them know that if they can't see themselves you know doing something right now that the way they come back to you after they've walked up the street with an extra 25 or 30 kilos on their back um is going to be how they're going to be living like from the minute they wake up so i sort of visualize for them what they're going to be coping with if they don't do something right now because as they get older they lose muscle as they lose muscle it actually gets harder as they get older and they lose muscle they put on more weight so they need to feel so maybe getting them to actually feel what 25 kilos more will feel like and then you know every time they lose 10 kilos let Make them lift that 10 kilos, walk up and down the street and say, that's what you lost, that feeling that you just felt right now. That's your body relieved of 10 kilos. So they can actually feel the relief that they're feeling. And mind you, you know, also bringing up the knees, the hips, the joints, the... The functional pain. Everything, you know just the functional part and those things also, you know, but again, you know, they have to feel full. They have to keep eating a lot. They can't just eat less and, you know, they have to, because they've, they've obviously been eating a lot for a long time, unless it's medication that's 
But either which way, that's how I visualize for them because they can't see it. Mm. So I make them see it. Yeah. And mind you, you know, once I've done a lot of trans, you know, once you've had a lot of transformations behind you, they just look look on the board when they're training. They yeah. look at other people that like look that. like them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it makes a difference. That's what I find. Yeah. yeah I but you, I don't I don't shock them. I, I won't book them in for a transformation and say, okay, now I'm booking in for the next twelve months. You're going to have a picture. I won't do that to them. It's you know you need to pick who you're going to do that with. Yeah, yeah, with these ones, it's just about putting a tape around their waist. That's our first goal. Wow, it's nearly there, you know? Mm. That's the first goal, trying to get tape around them. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, it's just those little goals, just little, little teeny ones, but they yeah. need to stop and look very good at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd tell you the, um, the thing that's worked for me really well this year is, well, you, you know, um, more than others, unless people are long-time listeners, about my own personal transformation this year and, um, you know, going through, like I set the goal late last year, early this year, so pre-COVID and then going through COVID and gyms being closed and um, just all the pressures that that created for our business and lifestyles and homeschooling and all that kind of stuff. But I always remain focused on that that I had a vision in my mind of exactly what I wanted to look like, like the definition through the abs, what I wanted my legs to look like, like each body part I could explain, you know, this is yeah. a clear vision that I had in my head. And I had also another one. So my um, main goal this year is to become a finalist in the ice body um, challenge. And um, they haven't announced who the last finalists are yet, but uh, was visualizing myself holding a check above my head uh, in front of 5,000 people screaming, going crazy with me, just wearing the shorts, tanned up, looking, you know, particularly ripped. Oh, I'd go crazy, <laughs> Rob. I'd be the biggest <laughs> fan. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but I would always have that that vision. And the, the song, Thunderstruck, is playing in the background. And, you know, that's like, I just feel awesome. So whenever I was maybe tempted with a food, I'd go straight to that image when I'd be doing my single leg uh, leg press and I feel like my leg's about to explode, I would visualize that for the last couple of reps to push through the pain. So I always had that clear vision that, um, you know, that thing where you go, you're all automatically taken to it and that helps get you through. And But you that, were going to do that. You had the vision, but it was going to happen. Yeah, exactly what you visioned is yeah. true though. There's going to be thousands of people looking at you with your undies <laughs> just and, that, and that's what but that's what's taken me for this whole year to be able to to achieve it's me it's yeah. me give me a transformation you tell me i've got to be my bikinis you completely brought that vision of myself for me now the way just the way that you presented that but anyway <laughs> you haven't seen good. the photos yet oh i can imagine you sent me some previews throughout the time oh, no, i look a lot better than that <laughs> oh, i can't wait See, I'm going to be a biggest fan. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. Wonderful, Liz. Um, thank you so much for today. I know you're, uh, you're really busy and um, just like me, working 16-hour days and trying to get sleep in there as a hobby. Um, so I do, really do appreciate you sharing <laughs> your insights, um, uh, you know, with the, the people that you're working with. 
And hopefully the people that are listening to this have really taken some valuable insights into how important this is. I mean, my first chapter of my book is all around this because I believe it's, it's the one thing that people just don't get. Yeah, take the food and all that away from it. If you don't have this right, you're not going to do the other stuff. No, you've got to, you have got to have that end vision. And, I, you, and you're going to live it. Like you've got to pretend right. you're already there. And my you're already is there. Not, is not, you know, like me becoming like you or for you to become like me. It's about becoming the best version of yourself at your age. And That's right. um, yeah, like I'm in the, I want to and stay in the top 1% of health for my, my age group. I love it. That's me. Yeah. And, I'm and, the same. That, and that's all you can do. You don't have to be the next, you know, bodybuilder or the next, whatever, be the next oh. best version of you at your age and aim for that. That's top right. You know, I've always said, you know, I want to walk in and like, this might be a little bit, I tell my clients straight up, I want to walk in a room and get noticed that, gosh, she looks fit, you know, for her age. How old is she? It's okay to say sexy. You were going to say sexy then. No, it was going to be fit. I tell you that, it was going to be fit. <laughs> sexy is just part of it, Rob. That just oozes off me. All oh, right, okay, of course. Fit. No, you know, when you're fit, you look sexy. That's how you are, you know, and... And I like to walk in a room and be noticed for, you know, um, being healthy because at 53 years old, it's rare. It's yeah. not often. But saying that, I do surround myself with a lot of healthy people. Yeah, that's right. Because that's you're hanging out with. That's a whole other conversation, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's another conversation for another time, hey? Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. found that the people that hang out with me have all lost weight and have all made transformations. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for the record, my kids thought you were 40. Thanks. 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 <laughs> hey, um, thanks. I'm going to look even younger next year. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your time here today, Liz. And we're, um, I'd, well, we spoke about having a regular spot here. So we'll um, look yeah. forward to our next discussion. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Liz.